You're listening to Women Making Waves. Linda Ness spoke to Sarah Marshall about the work of the Cambridgeshire Community Foundation. Now, we should mention that since this interview was recorded, the 2020 budget has dropped the 5% VAT on sanitary goods. Now, that really, really is good news, Linda. Well, it is. But the problem is, it's likely that some charities may have to find funding from other sources. The Tampon Tax Fund allocates funds generated from VAT levied on sanitary products to projects that improve the lives of disadvantaged women and girls. The UK Community Fund manages the grants and charities are able to apply for funding to help them support females facing issues such as domestic and sexual abuse, mental health and long-term unemployment. Joining me from the Cambridgeshire Community Foundation is Sarah Marshall. It's lovely to have you here today, Sarah. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for having me. No, no, you're very welcome. This is an interesting topic, actually. Tell us a little bit about the UK Community Foundation. What do you actually do then? So the UK Community Foundation, also known as UKCF, is a network of 46 different community foundations over the UK. And we mainly work with a series of funds which we work on getting out to the local community to basically help groups that are on the front line, grassroots organisations, charities that are helping tackle disadvantage within our local communities. Mm-hmm. And we also work with donors. So if people want to help their local communities, corporates or individuals or indeed local authority and charities, then we basically would help them direct the money that they want to give to the issues that are most in need. Well, that's really interesting. So if a, if a company wanted to do some corporate social responsibility, this is a way of doing it then? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So tell us about uh, the tampon tax. So a lot of people might know that the the tampon tax is a 5% VAT that is added to all sanitary products in the UK. Um, It started in 1973 and I did a quick um, calculation online on how much a woman would spend on sanitary products over their lifetime and it's over £1,500. So over a lifetime, this, you know, it's a a large amount of money Mm -hmm. and when we take into account that it's thought that one in ten young women can't afford sanitary products. Then you know this is a it's a, it's an issue that it's added to necessary products and it and it it, sh- it shouldn't be. Yeah, because they're they're not cheap. These things they're not cheap as it is, and and then when with the VAT added, um, and there's a actually local groups. Um, set up in Fenland because a couple of young girls were caught shoplifting sanitary products because they couldn't afford them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a, a woman, she's called Sue, it's called Essentials by Sue, and she's set up kind of like a sanitary product food bank for young women oh, in Finland who who can't afford it it's it's just it's not just not right mm-hmm. well maybe try and try and get her in and have a word with her yeah, actually she yeah, sounds sounds definitely. very interesting so how does your uh, organization the Cambridgeshire Community Fund go about deciding which charities get a share of the money that must be quite tough i'm assuming you get quite a few applications yes we're we're always oversubscribed so we always get 
more applications than we have in money to give out. Mm-hmm. At Cambridgeshire Community Foundation, we have a, a series of over 70 funds and each one will have different criteria. So if it's a donor fund, then they might choose that they want to give to a, a particular issue in the in the county. Alternatively, we will try, and based on our research, uh, try and direct the money that they want to give to the areas that need it most. Mm-hmm. Um, so each fund has different criteria. For tampon tax in particular, we had just over £40,000 to give out and over £160,000 worth of applications. So <laughs> it was severely oversubscribed. Yeah. So it was a very difficult one to to choose which ones to give to. We had to to have strict criteria on organisations that were grassroots, that they were set up by women and run by women for the sole purpose of helping young women, girls. And we had to look at also the people that they were helping. If they had multiple disadvantage, then we had to try and prioritise those. Mm-hmm. Quite difficult, actually. It's very, it was very difficult, but we do have... Um, so we don't... Per- I'm a grants officer. We don't personally choose who gets the money. We have an independent panel of people who have local expertise, but also have expertise on the issue... Um, that the fund is surrounding and they will assess each application and Mm -hmm. that's how we decide who to give the money to. I see. How much money have you been responsible for distributing? We started Cambridgeshire Community Foundation in 2004 and we have given just under £18 in that time to the local area, so Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. And last year, it was quite a good year, and we gave out 2.7 million, uh, and that was to 262 local organisations and charities. So, Which yeah. means you're getting that money coming in from, yes. from the various sources. Yes, which yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. How closely involved are you with the charities themselves? Once you've selected them, you know, do, what would you do? Are you closely involved with them or just kind of give them the money and let them get on with it? We have a, a wonderful team of volunteer visitors. So they go out and visit each each group that gets funding and they just make sure that the project is running how they planned, answer any questions that they have, hopefully take some photos so we can, you know, communicate through our social media all the great work that's being done. Mm-hmm. And myself as grants officer and the grants officer team, we have very close relationships with the with local organisations because part of our role is to support them in, in getting the money that they need. So we will help them through the application process. So we have quite long-term, strong relationships with a lot of local charities. That's, that's nice. That's yeah. good. It's good that they get that support as well. Yeah, definitely. It's, and it's really lovely to get out there and, and meet the groups. Be. <laughs> yeah. It must be, because generally these people that are involved in these charities are just great. Yes, definitely. And yeah. it's oh, it's just so inspiring doing this job and meeting all of the, seeing all the work that's being done. It's just every day, it's like, it's, it's really inspiring. So That's lovely. That is lovely. Yeah. So five organisations, five charities were chosen for the tampon tax. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yes, absolutely. So one of the groups um, was Peterborough Rape Crisis Care and they were finding that um, a lot of the people that they that needed their support were based in rural, rural communities and maybe couldn't access the centre for anxiety reasons or, 
you know, they couldn't they couldn't leave their home and mm-hmm. so they've put a program in place to give support and advice over apps and over the phone and by text and obviously that's quite a different you know it requires different skills for their volunteers to give that support so they've put in a, a really robust system for training their volunteers yeah that's quite, a, quite a, an interesting approach because by yeah. text very concise very succinct yes information yeah definitely and then there's a wonderful organization called turtle dove in cambridge who work with young women who are struggling to get into employment due to self-esteem or confidence issues they receive funding from the tampon tax community fund to gain accreditation as an alternative education provider so the young women that they're working with they can actually you know grant qualifications to them uh, another one was Wisbeach Community Development Trust. So they receive funds to hold wellness and confidence groups and courses for survivors of domestic and sexual abuse. And then One Voice for Travellers, they um, received funds for their project to hold employment work- workshops for survivors, again, survivors of domestic abuse who have left the perpetrator and they need support in, in gaining employment so they can support mm-hmm. their family. Yeah, because often travelling girls maybe won't stay at school necessarily for yeah. lots of reasons for yeah. very long, so they, they yeah. may well need that support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, And then the fifth one this year was um, Peterborough Women's Aid, who um, unfortunately um, had to cut their support worker hours down recently and they received a fund to reinstate the, the full-time hours for their support worker and their amazing work that they're doing and and a bit of a brutal question really do you audit these organizations to make sure they are spending the money in the way that they say they are yeah absolutely i mean i guess this is one of the key roles of community foundations is to to ensure that the the money that people are donating or you know the funds are going to the areas that need the most um, help or where they where they choose for them the money to go, so we have a quite a robust system where they the groups will give us detailed monitoring forms, um, including case studies, videos, photographs, and then these will be put together. For, so when we go back to the donor, we have a, a report of of you know everything that's that's been done and how their money has been spent, which you know it's really important, but. But it's it's also really lovely for for them to see where mm-hmm. you know what has been done with yeah. with the money. All of the research that we gather helps us in the future kind of know which issues are important in the area and mm-hmm. and need and maybe potentially new things coming in as well, presumably. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So if an organisation or if a charity is listening, someone from a charity is listening, yeah. and they think, oh gosh, we we could really do with that. What should they be keeping an eye on? When's the next round of funding going to be available? Okay, so um, fingers crossed we'll get tampon tax funding this year and the deadline for that would be in October. But in the meantime, if any groups have any projects that they would like funded, I would encourage them to head over to our website um, at camcf.org.uk where we have a list of all of the funds that we have open at the moment. And we have four deadlines per year. The next one is on the 1st of May. So, yeah, have a read of the funds, see if there's any that that fit in with the project that they're trying to, that they're running. And this isn't just about women, is it? It's presumably across no, the board? No, we have, so all of our funds have different different areas and 
Um, we have one that supports homeless people. We have ones that focus on healthy living and mental health in Finland. So it's it's really kind of just have a look and and see which ones would fit in with the project that you're trying to trying to run. We do also have plans. As I mentioned, the Tampon Tax Community Fund was so oversubscribed that we have plans to set up a women and girls fund in Cambridgeshire. A couple of other community foundations have, have led the way on that and we're really keen to to take that forward. So we're looking to attract donors for that right now. Is there a way of getting this money or some of this money spent on actually providing sanitary? You know, we would definitely encourage groups who are running projects like the one I I mentioned in Finland you know they're running a a particular project such as that to get to get in touch and to send us an application and if if groups want to talk through an application beforehand then one of the grants officers are are always happy to to just be kind of a sounding board and and offer advice where we can. It does sound a very direct way of spending that money directly back into the products themselves, into the issue itself. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, you said that you really, really love your job and it sounds like you do, Sarah. It Mm -hmm. it sounds like a very worthwhile thing to be doing. Yes, yeah, it really is. (laughs) It is. Thank you very much for coming in. That was Sarah Marshall from the Cambridgeshire Community Foundation. was Linda Ness speaking to Sarah Marshall about the work of the Cambridgeshire Community Foundation. Well, of course, as we said at the beginning of the interview, the change made in the budget, dropping the 5% VAT, changes everything, really. It does. Because potentially that money's not going to be available anymore for those good causes. Now, So there's a kind of good and bad to, yeah. to, to the whole uh, yeah. dropping the VAT. Well, it's thing. a bit a bit of conflict of interest, really, isn't it? You know, you don't want to be paying the, the VAT when you buy all these goods. Why should we be doing that in the last... You know? I know. I mean, they were marked as non-essential. I mean, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> yeah. How ridiculous. You know, sanitary pads and, and other items. How could they be non-essential? Yeah, absolutely. But it's it is I think it is good news. I think it's now they've got to find a way of actually moving the money that there was used for charity, the five percent VAT, they've got to find other ways of doing it. They've, you've got to try somewhere, haven't you, really? You would rather hope so. I'm slightly worried about where that money is gonna come from now. Mm. I mean, I guess other sources, other sources of charity and people donating, but um I am a little bit worried about uh, about that because I think, you know, that'll just be that'll just be stopped. Yeah, that's my my thinking. That's not not um, to be taken as read. No, absolutely. But it is a way forward. That's how I look at it. And so well done. Yeah, well done to that organisation as well. And of course, it's not just money coming from the, the sanitary tax that they deal with. It's other charity money coming in for charities as well. And they do a splendid job and they're very, very good at selecting their charities very carefully. And they really look into it, as we talked about in the interview. So good for them. Good for Sarah and her team. Absolutely. You're listening to Women Making Waves. 